Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek! We're back! Hello and welcome to the So I Married a Movie Geek podcast. The new version with Chrissy McQueen and Justin Winters who just saw the movie Splice. In theaters, no less. And it was, in a word, strange? Kooky. Kooky. Kooky's good. Why was it kooky? Um, it reminded me of the, the movies you used to watch. They were late on late at, like, midnight. The crazy sci-fi monster movies that had a sense of humor about themselves. Because if, if Splice has anything, it has a sense of humor about itself. Um, wouldn't, we, you, wouldn't you agree? I, I would hope that it has a sense of humor. Itself. Well, there, I'm not, I'm but there's afraid. other movies like that that don't, and they play, you know, like a dead rock, dead rock. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I said hope simply because I'm not sure if they're in on the joke. To be honest, like there were moments where the audience, we in the audience, especially, were laughing really hard, and just based on what we were seeing on screen, I thought to myself, I don't think that they know that this is funny. I think it's unintentionally funny. Uh, I would definitely disagree with that, but you're entitled to your own opinion. Okay, why do you disagree? Well, I mean, uh, let's, let's get to what the movie's about before we get into, you know, critiquing it. All right. Explain it to, explain the Cliff Nets version of what Splice is about. Stars Sarah Polly and Adrian Brody. They are biochemists, and they are working together, hopefully, to create cures for common diseases like Parkinson's and cancer by splicing together the genes of different species to create new species, like slugs. Slugs? Well, they look like slugs. Yes, they look like giant, slimy slugs. But they name them Fred and Ginger. Yes. Um, but in the movie, they're... They've been dating a long time. That's not really established. It's assumed. Yes. But they're close. Yes. Um, okay. So they're doing these tests, and the company that they work for is... Nerd. Nerd. That's the actual name of the company. Nerd. What does nerd stand for? Did we ever find that? Yes, it was nucleic exchange something something. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> so they're working to hopefully use these slugs, these genetic mutation slugs, to find cures to, you know, common diseases that plague uh, the human existence. They're funded by, uh, of course, as always, good scientists are funded by these conglomerates, you know, these higher-ups who are like, we're not interested in what you're splicing anymore. We just want the gene. Give us the gene. And they're like, really, we just want to keep splicing things together because it's kooky and fun. And yay experiments. Yeah, everyone higher up than them in the movie are kind of assholes. Like, they have no... Good side to them. They're all... One-dimensional. One-dimensional. 
Like the guy who's right above them with the beard, um, who's I guess is their their main boss. He's the slave driver, and he's like, I don't care about your your slugs. You're you know blah blah blah. And then in my day, when you're sick, you suck it up, and you come in to work, and you pull your weight. Oh man. And then the, the 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 big main boss has a Russian accent, a, a uh, woman with Japanese. A, I couldn't quite tell. She's not Japanese. <laughs> she looks. She definitely doesn't look Japanese. Um, but I guess she comes in about fifteen minutes into the movie and says, "Hey guys, what you're doing is cool and all, but I not only want results, I want something we can sell." So, sell, sell, sell. So, stop your dream of sometime of someday being able to splice uh, human DNA with this super animal slug conglomerate DNA, and just get to the good stuff. Just, I want you to find this protein. Is it a protein extract? They want they want the scientists to synthesize a protein that would. Um, help them figure out the genetic code, I assume, to unlock uh, what causes uh, genetic predisposition to Parkinson's, cancer, that sort of things. Because, you know, now nowadays that's all the rage in the scientific community is that we shouldn't cure it with diet and exercise. We should just look in what genetic markers are there and turn them off. Yes. So, um, once they get this um, directive from their high, high boss, they're very... Saddened because that's what you what they've been working all this time to do is you know splice together the human and the animal genes to you know. But they don't stay sad for very long because Sarah Polly takes matters into her own hands. Well, that's the problem. Like what they have, <laughs> both of them have like a doctorate in bad decision making throughout the whole movie. Like the whole movie, you're like these guys are supposed to be. Doctors, they should be smart, but they're not. My favorite very part smart. is that, and, and this is fast forwarding a little bit, but needless to say, Spoil, no spoilers yet. I'm not okay, but because they take matters into their own hands, and you know that that means that they try to create a little something, something that that little something, something needs a little medical attention at one point, and it occurs to me watching this, I'm like, aren't these people doctors of something or some sort of, I don't understand. How can they not do this on their own? Why are they like, we need to go and, and, and take it to a doctor, do something, something, because we apparently aren't real doctors and we can't figure it out on our own. Like they need somebody else to intervene. And I thought to myself, really, this is the hard part? You splice together something that I can only describe as a chicken, with a human, with an alien, with... There was no aliens. Well, no, but, you know, come on. Looked a little bit like it. With something that goes... And your biggest problem is you don't know how to bring down its fever. Sorry, spoiler alert. But, I mean, seriously. Fever? Fever. Tylenol! Yeah. So what ends up happening is they end up, through a succession of events, creating this... Human slash animal, you know, thing, and it's once once it gets started, its cells start rapidly growing. That this person's or not person, this thing starts to age 
at a faster rate. It's basically than Robin Williams from Jack. Robin, like Robin Williams from Jack. Like this half mutant DNA monstrosity that they've created is, you know, has Pejoria. Yeah. Sorry to any of our listeners who have Pejoria. Yeah. I think the 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 thing from this movie and Robin Williams from Jack, Benjamin Button, they should have all they should Benjamin, no, that's Benjamin Button is the reverse version of Jack. No, I'm talking they should... Form a club? Form a club, yeah. Well, that would be terrible. And go solve mysteries. That would be terrible because one would be growing old really fast and one would be becoming a baby really fast. and <laughs> <laughs> well, They would constantly need somebody it, to take care of them, but no, but they neither one would ever be in concert to do that. I know, but they won't have to worry about that because they'll just... They, they have to solve mysteries. That's the whole point. What kind of mysteries could they possibly solve? Like choose your own adventure? Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Back to Splice. So they, you know, they they create this monster. Jack. Jack. But, no, oh, no, it's not. It's, it's the, the monster's name is not named Jack. It's Dren, which it, is nerd spelled backwards. Okay, they get yeah. Sarah Polly, who once the the monster is created, becomes very motherly towards the, you know, chicken little slash alien thing that Chrissy called it, and she's trying to teach it words, phrases, you know, um, basically how to spell how to walk, uh, like just. I don't recall her ever teaching it how to walk. I think it got that one pretty straight away. Anyway, the the monster saw Nerd, the name of the company, on uh, Sarah Polly's shirt, and uh, she spelled it with her little Scrabble letters, and that's where Sarah Polly, Sarah Polly got her name. And, and no, because 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 Nerd spelled in. backwards is Dren. No, but Adrian Birdie walked in and was like really appalled that they were spelling things with the Scrabble kid. And he was like, what are you doing? And she's like, she can associate things. Look, it says, it says nerd. And she's like pointing at her own chest. And Adrian Brody's like, you shouldn't be teaching her these things. But she can associate. But she, but it doesn't need to be learning these things. Get it away. And then. Yeah, she was, he was very anti hanging out with the, the, the weird monster right. thing at, the, at first. And I was, at that point, I was kind of like, you just had it as a slug in the contraption thing where you it couldn't get to you, but now she's like a bigger monster thing, and you just let her hang out in the in the lab, thrill it, you know, willy-nilly without any chains or a rope or anything. Well, but, but wait a minute. To be play devil's advocate here, uh -huh. she was obviously half human. How, how do you, in all good conscience chain something up, you know, that, like, can spell with Scrabble letters. That can spell tedious. But she's also she half... She spelled tedious. ...half uh, slug DNA monster. So that's the unknown. But so you're going to chance it by, you know, playing Scrabble letters with the half slug monster and, you know... Hey! The, the, by this point in the movie, the, she's a secret. The monster's a secret that they... The two uh, scientists are keeping not only from the uh, Adrian Brody's character's brother, who's also a scientist in the same lab, Who knew? but their bosses, the other you know nerds uh, in the lab, and it's like right next door. Where <laughs> okay, you can explain the, the sounds 
that the monster starts to make. Yes. She starts going, Oh, listeners, our dog is very upset about this. She's looking at us like, what in the world are you doing? Okay, you know what? I'm going to use Maggie here. Our dog is a good example. Maggie can sit, right? Maggie, sit. Oh, good girl. She sat. The point I'm trying to make here is that we don't chain her up all the time, even though she could. She could go crazy and bite us all. And... Okay, well, we're, we're glossing over the main difference. Maggie is a dog, which there are millions and millions of in the world. As opposed to the splice half slug monster thing, who is one of a kind. But, I mean, the point is is that they both show signs of intelligence. Maggie can sit, the other one can spell tedious. You can't chain up either one. You have to socialize them. Okay. Well, knowing what you know, what happened at the end of the movie, won't come on my side of the argument and say... Maybe we should have chained her to the floor. No, I mean, no, because actually I think it could should have gone the other way. I think that they should have introduced her to populations and to other people and things and, you know, let her go outside when she wanted to go outside. Be like, all right, go outside. Let her keep the cat. Okay, once she grows to, you know, regular human size, she still doesn't look like a human. Right. The, the monster thing, she has like a flat frying pan face with her eyes are really wide apart. She's got this indention through the middle of her head. Indentation through the middle of her head. And she's bald. And then, worst of all, she's got these freaky horse legs with hands <laughs> instead of feet. They were like, hands. They were no, like chicken feet. They look like chicken feet hands. But they hey, when she walks... They don't look like feet. No, but they look like chicken feet, which have like the three prongs. What kind of hands look like that? Again, this is something that we haven't seen before, so comparing it to to anything that's already existed in the world is stupid. They look like a cross between chicken feet and hands with three fingers on it. Is that good enough? No! (laughs) I don't know anybody who has hands that look like chicken feet. (laughs) Well, I also don't know anybody who looks like a half-slug... You know, genetic monster thing. But that's what it looked like in the movie. No, it didn't. You're thinking, you're confusing everyone now. Fred and Ginger were the two original slug-like creatures who definitely looked like slugs. But not uh, Dren. Dren looked like a weird half-human nymph mixed with some sort of chicken pterodactyl creature. That's what I explained it. That's how I explained it. Not a slug. What, the slugs was her, was her dad or her mom. It was her mom, right? You know who her mom is was, and I can't say it because it's a major spoiler. Oh. Or her dad. She no, doesn't her, have a dad. No, she had a surrogate slug. <laughs> is that how there, you would explain there, it? She is not a slug. There are There is no slug. No, but where did she come from? They, You're they, calling they, mixture sh- in a lab using human DNA. In the slug, inside the slug, in the, inside the slug's womb, right? She took so, the took the syringe, they injected it in the slug's... No. Uterus? No. <laughs> that, okay, I don't know what movie you were watching. Okay, how did it happen? Explain it. She was working in a Petri dish, and she combined human DNA uh-huh. with several other creatures. Well, they kept trying over and over to see which combinations which would take. Mm-hmm. And then finally one took. And Adrian Brody's like, 
we probably shouldn't let this continue. We probably shouldn't fertilize the ovum. And she was like, let's fertilize the ovum. Yeah. He was very smart then. And then, and she was the stupid one. And then they were like, it's like, beeping. And she was like, yeah, it's like, beeping. Okay. Fast forward to the actual. And they put it in the incubator, which was nicknamed Betty. It was like this pool. They literally just like shot the ovum from the Petri dish into. It was like a, a little shot. But it was, no, they injected it into the big slug thing. There was no big slug thing. That was just like, it was like a makeshift, uh, what it was do you like call a it? Pod. Embryonic sac. It was a pod. Embryonic like a space sac. pod. Embry- embryonic sac. Okay, guys. You've, you've got an embryonic sac at home, at home. You obviously know what it is and what it looks like. That's what it was. Uh, pretty much anybody who's past sixth grade biology. It also looked like is. the slug. It also looked sluggish. But anyway. <laughs> Gosh, I hope that we we never have babies and would like you go to the doctor and you're like, well, I saw on the X-ray that there's a slug. Enough with the Gomer Paul impression. It doesn't. It's it's not funny anymore. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> should we go on to the the spoiler part of of what ends up going? Let's spoiler, explain. spoiler, okay. spoiler. First, first of all, we can we can't talk about the rest of this movie without spoiling. So. I want to say that everyone should go see this movie in the theater if you can. If you like sci-fi movies, if you like movies that make you, you know, jump, talk at the screen, um, yell, laugh really hard. I like to laugh in appropriate moments, which everyone who's listening to this should know I do on a frequent basis. Like, I imagine, I can't wait till this movie comes out, um, or maybe a couple years from now, this is going to be a great midnight movie at the New Beverly. What? I don't know about that. I, I think that this is a fun little one-off, cheesy, like, sci-fi flick. I don't. I can't see it getting into that classic sort of... Mm, I, again, I disagree. And Chrissy was crowing right after the movie was over, so I guess she's downgraded since then. I haven't downgraded, but you, like, walked out and you were like, this is the best movie ever! And I was like, do you give it Wow, you are such a dirty liar. You were such a dirty liar. Hey, when we got the movie, I saw. I was like, "That was great." People were going crazy. That's 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 what I love about going to movies. I mean, for example, I right when I got out of the movie, I thought, "Man, that was a great movie to watch with a with an audience." Right. Also similar to Paranormal Activity, not a really great movie per se, but people were going crazy and like, you know, jumping out of their seats. Compare that to a movie I saw, I guess it was about a month ago, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, a movie that you think, that should be a fun ride in the movie. Horrible. Horribly boring. I almost fell asleep. I was actually the only person in the theater. It was terrible. It was terrible. But a movie like Splice, I wish this movie would have made more money in the first weekend because... Maybe more people would have gone to seen it this weekend. That's probably true, but that's why I'm saying it. I don't think it'll achieve a cult-like following or just status. Be- just because it didn't make enough money in the first weekend? Uh, and, you know, I, I hadn't even heard of it unless, until you said something about it. Okay. So the marketing kind of. Yeah. Well, oh well. Right. So that's Anyway, why. I would love for this movie to kind of uh, last through the summer. Like, be one of those that... People to tell a couple friends, those friends tell another couple friends, blah, blah, Because it's that kind of movie. It is fun. I, I think that the last 20 minutes, it's just one of those things where you can't explain the whole movie to somebody 
And then be like, so this crazy thing happens, this crazy thing happens, then this crazy thing happens, and then okay. that's when it gets really crazy. Yeah, I guess we should probably explain to people that this movie isn't for everyone. No. And, and especially the last 30 minutes um, could freak a lot of people out. Not only could it freak a lot of people out, but I think a lot of people are going to be like, what the hell? And they're going to get really, really upset about it because... Uh, before we went and saw this movie, I started reading some user comments online. Oh, uh, why did you it. do that? I, I can't help myself. I, I I avoided all the the reviews and everything because I knew it was a crazy type of movie. And I didn't want it spoiled. Well, see, I didn't know anything about it, so I was just kind of like, I want to know what's going on. Uh-huh. And okay. so I read, and people people got really like vociferously upset. That's great. Yeah. Don't you think that's great? I, I do, but they were upset in in the like if they didn't care, they wouldn't say anything. Book sort of way and like. This movie was crazy to begin with, but the last 20 minutes, that sucked, man. They took our dare. They took our dare. Yeah, exactly. They got, they got really upset over I love stuff like that. Words. I love when people get that upset about things. Because if they didn't care, you know, they wouldn't say anything. Like, but it's, it's one of those movies that's it's going to cause people to talk about it one way or the other. That's true. All right, let's get into the spoilers about what actually... <laughs> We liked about the movie what the crazy parts that we've alluded to. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what happens? Sarah Polly is actually no no no, no 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 no. Don't just let out a spoiler like that. We're talking about what. Okay, so I uh, just prefaced that we were going into spoilers. Yeah, but spoilers within the discussion, not just okay. We're gonna list out every spoiler for you so we can ruin it right now. No. Okay. So anyway, the, the crazy monster thing, Rin, ends up being Trend. so loud and so uh, unpredictable that they move it to this bar. <laughs> they do move it to a barn in the middle of I'm nowhere. I'm laughing. Which apparently used to belong to Sarah Polly's mother, with whom she had a very tumultuous relationship that's never explained. <laughs> Well, she looked at that photo like five times, and you yeah. could tell that she was, ugh, she's like, ugh. A photo my... of Sarah Polly when she was little with her, uh, we assume, mother? Yeah, we're, we're, lo- we're dropped like breadcrumbs throughout the movie to say, to allude to the fact that Sarah Polly had a pretty crappy childhood. It's true. Um, they get to this barn, oh no, the, right next to the house of her now well, de- dead mother. Yeah. And... Adrian We're going to Bro- put Dren here. Adrian Brody's like, what's that dirty, dingy mattress on the floor? And she's like, oh, that was that was my room. And Adrian Brody's like, I thought your mom, I thought she said your mom kept your room exactly the same. And she's like, she did. And that's when we, everybody starts laughing. <laughs> There's several times where the line, just the way they said the lines, where you're just, you, you could, couldn't help but laugh. Right. But it was never explained why Sarah Polly had a terrible childhood. Or what her mother did that was so terrible. We just know that it's terrible. And now that she's dead, they're going to use her barn to keep this DNA monstrosity who is now somewhat aged like a teenager. And I was wondering in real time, like, how much time had passed by. Was it a year? Two years? Six months? I don't know. But she definitely had breasts at the latter She had bee stings. Um... (laughs) So, <laughs> just was laughing about the bee stings and covering his eyes. No, I'm not laughing about the bee stings. I'm laughing about what came after. Oh, <laughs> so they get so they get to the ball. I still don't understand what they what the whole point of taking the barn. What did they expect to? Because well, they were at the lab and 
the higher-ups had uh, gotten a little hot under the collar because they hadn't yet isolated the protein. So Adrian Brody started to get really nervous and said, any day they're going to start searching around here. Why? I don't know. Like they were going to find the isolated protein under a hat box. But Yeah, uh, again, Adrian Brody was the smarter one at the beginning of the movie. Um, he almost killed the Ren... Dren. Dren thing. Um in its beginning stages, but he ended up not killing her. Well, because and then, Sarah had a sort of soft. We you were Sarah. Solid, yeah, she was. She was very motherly yeah. towards uh, Dren at the beginning, and then as the story went on, they kind of flipped roles. Roles where <laughs> I don't want to say Adrian Bowie became motherly towards <laughs> Dren. But Sarah Polly definitely started to hate, not like Dren as much. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's what happens. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's a dance scene um, where Sarah Polly's gone from the barn slash farm. Uh, she got very farm. upset because Dren wanted to keep a cat. She was like, no, Dren, no, the cat is bad. And took the cat away. And Dren was swallowing in her sorrow without her cat. Um, again, Dren's dangerous because she has this tail with like a... Venomous stinger. Venomous stinger on the end. Yes. And with one poke, she could kill you. And she did kill, um, a ca the cat eventually. Well, later, but um, <laughs> not that point. <laughs> so, so Sarah Polly's gone, you know, doing whatever. Like, why would she leave? That's her job. But she said, I'm taking the cat. And then went back to the house. Okay. And then Adrian Bodie comes in and he's like... I'm, so, I'm sorry you're sad about your cat dying. Here, let me play some music. And he puts on this record player. And he starts doing this, like, crazy dance. Like, I started thinking of of Seinfeld and Elaine doing the, <laughs> the hook dance. I just started laughing when he started dancing. And so he goes over to Drew and he's like, dance. And he starts teaching her how to do the Elaine dance. It's not the Elaine dance, but it's funny like that. And, of course, Drew's like, What's going on? And then she starts dancing, too, and making noise. But wait a minute. But what you don't know, audience, <laughs> is that Dren, like, a scene earlier, uh, had been with Sarah Polly, and Sarah had put makeup on her for the first time because <laughs> Dren was, like, I guess wanting to look a little party. Again, these scenes play very funny. <laughs> yeah. And so Sarah put makeup on her and was like, look at you. You look so pretty now. You're good. You're growing up. You're going to, we have to teach you how to be a grown-up now. And I'm like, what are they going to teach her? Like, how to like boys? I yeah. mean, what is she going to do? What is she going to, I mean, she's in that barn. <laughs> yeah, right? They... And she's not even human. Like, how's this going to work? And then Sarah, Sarah pulls open this drawer, and in it are all of these, like, child-like drawings of what we can only assume is Adrian Brody. But, like, Oh, it looks just like Adrian Brody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely love letters <laughs> through drawings. Yeah. Um, Drin was definitely... Uh, had the hots for uh, Adrian Brody's character. Right. So then, now now he's entered, and he's doing some little dance, and is trying to teach her how to dance. And not teaching her how to dance like, you know, the African anteater dance. Like, he's trying to teach her to slow dance. And she's wearing smeared makeup. And, and she's going, <laughs> Yeah, pretty... <laughs> <laughs> which, which I'm watching, and I'm like, I can't even dance you know, just dance. But if someone's making those kinds of noises when I'm trying to dance with them, that's when I start laughing at their face. They're flat, you know, wide-eyed, 
alien she face. She wasn't even making that many no- no- noises with her vocal cords, in quotations. It was more... She was having an orgasm in her head because she was dancing with Adrian. the love of her life that she's been drawing in the barn for the past three weeks. <laughs> and also she had those chicken feet on the ground that were like clack-clacking across the floor. <laughs> Okay, so they're dancing, and all of a sudden, Adrian Brody starts getting that look in his eyes. No, she... And he's like, and it's like Avatar, and he looks in her eyes, and he's like, I see you. He didn't say that, though. He just looked at her. I see you. And then that's where he finally puts two and two together, and spoiler alert, finds out that... What? She kisses him. She kisses him. She kisses him. He pushes her away initially and is like, oh, no. But that's when he discovers the big spoiler alert that who her mom is, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 he's dancing with her and she's doing, ah, he looks in her eyes and he's, <laughs> and like, he's like, he's like, wait a minute. That crazy, I know who that reminds <laughs> me of. I know that crazy <laughs> sound that you make when you dance. That's what my girlfriend does. <laughs> and then, is it is it right then that the other thing happens, or is it the no, next scene? No, you're right. Afterwards? That happens afterward. You're right. What I, happens I right directly after he that? He runs into the house and he flings open the door and he's like, "You used your DNA. Don't tell me you didn't. I know you did." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious! Like, how did he figure this out? Was it the chicken feet dance that gave it away? Was it the?" <laughs> and she's like, "What? What gave it away?" And she's like, <laughs> "Eating all those candies that the that Drin loves to eat." Oh yeah, they both love sugar. I forgot. Kind of makes me want to go eat some candy right now. So, oh so what's I'm gonna so- happen? Are we gonna have an alien baby? You're gonna be like, I'm I sorry. Know what happened. Um, so fast forward a couple scenes later, Sarah Polly's off doing whatever she's doing, not her job apparently, <laughs> watching Drin in the barn house. <laughs> and Adrian Bodie, she can't watch her all the time. Adrian, <laughs> dude, she's like a like a crazy alien thing. I would be watching it. Again, she's not chained to the floor. She's just hanging out in the barn. She's still got her crazy tail with the spike at the end. Not for long. What? So anyway, Adrian Brody stumbles in like he always does. No, there's a scene before that. We don't have to discuss every scene. I'm getting to the main scene. We're making this very long. I understand. But okay, real quick before that. (laughs) Sarah Polly gets very mad at her because she comes back with the cat and is like, Hey, Dren, I decided I was wrong. You can have a cat after all. And then Dren's like, F you, lady, and kills the cat. And she's like, why would you kill the cat? And then Dren almost kills Sarah Polly, so Sarah Polly puts her under, except not really, basically just kind of ties her up and is like, I'm removing your tail! And removes her tail, and then Adrian Brody walks in and is like, why would you do that? You mutilated her. Well, first of all, why she's... Not, not only does she mutilate her, she strips her down and shows her, you know... Her hoo-ha? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we saw her hoo-ha, but we definitely saw her... It was, her, her it, was, it was artfully posed so that it was like triangular mound as her, opposed to hoo-ha. Her spliced human animal monster nips. Right. Well, that was the whole thing. She said into her like little scientific journalism thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the recorder. <laughs> yeah. She's pretty much like, okay, she's being a bitch. So I'm going to cut off her, her weapon, venomous tail. Her venomous tail thing. Um, and also, I wanted to grade her and not give her any human qualities because she doesn't deserve them. And so you're in the audience thinking, what is she going to do after that? Because <laughs> I would be running. <laughs> right, and then so she then she went to the lab, I guess, to use the tail for uh, to isolate that protein that all the higher-ups have been really upset about for a really long time. Yeah, they're still twiddling their thumbs in, in the lab. <laughs> back <laughs> in- num, num, num. 
And that's when Adrian Brody walked in the bar and was like, oh, I feel so sorry for you. And, like, put a big blanket over her. Yeah, he felt really sorry for her. So <laughs> sorry, in fact, that he does the thing in the movie that made everyone go, what? I guess it was, I guess it was kind of alluded in the dance scene. You put your right foot in, yeah. you put your right foot in. So he, he goes in and says, what, you killed the cat? And she's like, I want to make out with you. And he, she pretty much jumps on him you and, put your right foot and mounts in. him in the barn. And, and you shake it all about. <laughs> and this is when... <laughs> and then, hook this is when Adrian Brody says the line that everyone laughs at, of course, which is, we can't do this. <laughs> yeah, like, stops. We can't do this. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. Which is usually the thing that is said when, you know, the husband is having an affair with, you know, the crazy woman or something. Not the half human. <laughs> half pterodactyl chicken. Pterodactyl chicken leg person thing. Um, and then, spoil, major spoiler alert. They have freaky barn sex. Well, it's, hence that why I sang the horizontal hokey pokey. Missed that part? No, I understand that. You've been singing it over while I was trying to explain it. Yeah. And then Sarah Polly walks in. No, but let's talk about the sex. Not only is it just freaky barn sex, (laughs) but she like starts making her noises and like she puts her head up and then her singer comes out. Her wings come out. Oh, yeah, she has wings. She has wings. That's like how we found out she had wings. No, 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 wait. She showed her wings one other time. She almost jumped off the roof of the of the barn, and then Adrian says, "But we love you," and she turns around and her like wings go away. That's when their their love that's was their first connection. That's when their love was solidified. Yes. Anyway, yeah. So they're having sex. <laughs> Everyone in the theater. We watched it at the Grove. Everyone so in the bad. theater are either laughing, or <laughs> I was I was like snorting. I was laughing so loud. And then Sarah Polly walks in. <laughs> Where has she been? Not doing her job. <laughs> but of course... She to watch her, her boyfriend in addition to watching Dread. Yeah. Sometimes you walk in on, on your boyfriend and this freaky alien chicken leg thing having sex. Who's your daughter? Who's your daughter? Or your clone. She was kind of aghast. She, she, her mouth dropped. Well, she just stood there for a second, a hot second, in, in, the, in the barn like, WTF? She's like, I can't leave you for one minute in the barn with a... Crazy, and it—you it, you don't see it obviously, but like you can imagine Adrian Brody's erection being like, mm, like the well, he, second she walked in. He the wasn't bar. getting any sex, any sex, because Sarah Polly was getting increasingly crazy as the movie went on. He was just frustrated. Oh, so it's okay. <laughs> to never, have, it's never okay to you know to screw your, to know screw, your screw your DNA monster. No, so wow. But yeah. so once once that part of the movie hit, you're like, okay, this movie could go anywhere. <laughs> like they could go to Disney World. <laughs> actually, I actually that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know what, Ren or Dren can, should experience the joys of the Dumbo ride. <laughs> I'm sure she would. Her head, she'd be like, ah, and she would be poking all the little kids with her tail. She's like, only I can experience this. <laughs> and then Adrian Brody would just show up and be like. We can't do this. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyway, eventually Adrian makes it. Right, Dream Mountain. Oh, God. And Sarah's like, don't even try to explain yourself. And I'm like, good for you for sticking up for yourself. And what does he do? He becomes a total douchebag man and turns it around on her and is like, hey, we both made mistakes, man. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, what? Well, no, he's like, he's like, well, it is partly you. <laughs> 
and, and, and I'm thinking, like, I'm sorry, did you not just screw your DNA monster that in the barn? Yeah, in the barn. In the barn of your girlfriend's dead mother that like was terrible also to her. Also contains her DNA, by the way. Like, and also the last you heard, Sarah Polly told you she was almost killed by the thing. That's why she removed the venomous thing. She's like he. She almost killed me, and you had sex with her, and now it's both your fault? Yeah. What? It's like, we have hit a conundrum. The worst part was that Sarah then went for it, and I was like, oh, good job. Good job, yeah. Take half the blame for that one. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So, needless to say, the, the, the shit hits the fan. <laughs> Fast forward, um, they're still at the barn, Every, uh, the thing gets loose, the thing and the one of the oh, bosses yeah. and Adrian Brody's character's brother comes and the, lesser the, the jig is up. Yeah, the brother's like, I, I mean, he, I told him you made a humanoid. No, he's like, I mean, the thing was making noises. You were having sex with it. We could hear it, you know, miles away. Um, <laughs> he didn't say that, but that's okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, people start dying. Yeah, like one by one, people start dying because one very important factoid we forgot to to tell y'all was that the two slugs, uh, what were their names? Not Fred and Ethel, what were they? That Fred and Ginger. Matter. No, no, the whole point was that they the main were, thing is no, she no, dies. no, this is important. No, she doesn't. She does not die. She turns into he. She turns into a man and then has sex with. Sarah Polly. That's very important. Yeah, we were going to get to that. You just sped ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, through some crazy set of occurrences, the she-thing changes into a he-thing, kills the boss, kills Adrian Brody's character's brother. Also a which, which, by the way, <laughs> Sarah Polly's like, just leave him! And I wanted, I wanted Adrian your brother to say, well, he's my brother. Can I take, like, five minutes to look for him? No, can't. Um, so, she was going to leave Adrian Brody when he almost sank to the bottom of the pool, too. She was like, uh, how long do I have to wait here? So, yeah, so the, the, the she thing the, turns into a he thing, goes and rapes Sarah Polly in the woods. That was good. And kill, oh, kills... Adrian Brody. Yeah, well, they both. Well, you would think that for a second they they had a leg up on everything because as this is happening, they Adrian, never had a leg up on anything. No, obviously this, throughout the movie. As as this was happening, though, <laughs> again, he tried doctrine to save her. and bad decision making, both of them. Right, but he tried to save her by like you know assaulting the now he he thing, no longer she thing, and Sarah didn't react quickly enough at that point, or neither did he really, because he only assaulted. The creature one time. You don't assault it once and then just like sit and watch it. Yeah, you, you keep hitting it, yeah, or if, you keep if you have stabbing a D, it. If you have a DNA monster like that, you have to make sure it's dead. You have to like Highlander and cut off its head to make sure it doesn't live on. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. that's not what they did. So that's not what up, they did because they don't make you. Know, no, it ended decisions. up killing uh, Adrian Brody. Sarah somehow slayed it herself, and big. Dinormous spoiler alert. She... No, no, don't, don't. Let's just leave that one up. Should we just leave that one to okay, experience? We can. <laughs> okay. The so, end. No, so inclusion. You liked it. How would you? How would you? Of grade course. It? No, it was great. Um, it, it was very campy, and that's what made it fun. Campy, kooky, fun. Yes. Would you? Would you suggest? It's a go to the movie theater to watch. As a group. A DVD rental. Oh, no, here's what you gotta do, okay? You, you got, 
listen up, y'all. You got to go to the theater as a group. Not like one-on-one. You got to go as a group. And drink beforehand. Yes. Yes. In fact, bring a thermos in of Jack and Coke. I did that when I was 16 to see The Exorcist. And, oh, that was a mistake. But this is different. You can do this because you're all legal. And you can bring a drink in thermos. Don't tell the ushers what it is. Make sure you're above age. Yes, that's what I was saying. And and drink while you while you watch it. It's one of those movies. Yo, yeah. Anyway, go, go see show. it. Go see it. I liked it a lot. One day I'll tell you about the Exorcist drunken 16-year-old story. That was fun. Woo! Um, so we apologize for being so long, but we do. Th- this is a movie, once you see it, you'll know. It merits lots of discussion, which is always good. So. And it was good to see Sarah Polly in something again. If you ever watched Avonlea, and I know most of you probably have not, but it was a great show on the Disney Channel. That's the thing. When you said that they weren't in on the joke, I think they were. Because Sarah Polly and Adrian Brody, I mean, everything I've seen them in terms of interviews and stuff... They're pretty smart cats. They know what they're doing. Right. So I don't think they were not in on the joke. I hope so. I hope so. Me too. I guess I'll have to read more interviews with them talking about See, it. See, you didn't read anything. You gotta read. No, I'm glad I didn't. It didn't ruin anything. Whoa, uh, now we just ruined it for everyone. But the, we, we, we said that there were spoilers, so... This is true. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It was uh, real fun. Don't go splicing things together on your own now. Never. It's a bad idea. And if you do, don't have sex... With the resulting DNA monster. Just get a Mr. Potato Head. It has about the same amount of satisfaction. Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, you can create whatever you want with it. Put its nose oh, where its mouth should be. I thought be. you were talking about having sex with Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, that's an entirely different podcast. I was like, he's got a lot of holes. <laughs> Tune in next time, everybody. Yeah. All right. All right. We love you. We'll miss you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.